Welcome. From the banks of the Rappahannock River, on the campus of St. Margaret School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Virginia Ferguson, and this is the Daily Thistle for Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. We continue our second segment about Viola Woolfolk who served as St. Margaret's headmistress from 1950 to 1984. From the desk of Linda May Shields of the class of 1963. In a tangential way, I kept up with Viola's battle. Inquiries resulted in disturbing reports. The person relating her progress usually had a pained look and somehow the voice and facial expressions betrayed any attempts at optimism. First, swallowing was a problem. Then it was her strength. Talking for any length of time was difficult. And finally, her body racked with disease and weary from all attempts at making it whole. She asked not to see anyone. Hearing about her death was like hearing about John Kennedy's. I remember vividly where I was and what I was doing. The passing of great people seems to have the effect of galvanizing time and place so that we remember down to the songs on the radio, all the details of the moment and our reactions to the loss. Carefully. I put my memories of her away in a special file drawer of my mind. Her life and suffering joined others I have known who have tested my faith and pointed up my limited understanding of what life was about. A child of the system. The fact that Viola became a school head is as logical and predictable as night following day. When she was seven, her father died, and Viola's mother moved to St. Catherine's School for what would become a 23-year stay. Viola and her sister, Bebe, grew up within the confines of St. Catherine's School. Home was Miss Jenny's house, where according to Bebe, they lived a school life. Meals were taken in the dining hall, and they were with students most of the time. Her mother walked across campus to work as a secretary to the headmistress, Mrs. Brarquette. This environment and the events that brought the Wolfolk girls to St. Catharines shaped Viola's childhood. Her childhood was different. She was born an adult. According to her friend Sarah Haskins, perhaps it was the loss of her father at a young age that made Viola grow up so quickly. She was so wise and smart. That was why I guess it was I didn't like her as a child. Viola hated it because I was the difficult child. She would have to wait to go to birthday parties until my punishment was over. 
She never forgave me for making her miss singing in the rain because I was being punished. This merging of school and home, coupled with the sense of community so prevalent in small girls' schools, fired Viola's ambition to become a school head. Mrs. Barquette was her role model. Viola responded, I'm never going to get married. I'm going to be a headmistress like Mrs. Barquette. On the river today, the sun will rise at 7.07 a.m. and set at 6.44 p.m. Low tide will be at 5.07 a.m. and high tide at 10.25 a.m. Low tide will return at 5.11 p.m. It will be a waxing gibbous moon with a 76% illumination. There's a chance of rain before 2 p.m. Today it will be cloudy with a high near 62 degrees. We can expect winds from the northwest at 13 miles per hour. The river will see patchy fog with visibility from 1 to 3 miles. Waves will be 3 feet. In news from the BBC. BBC News with Chris Barrow. Aid agencies and officials in Somalia have warned humanitarian support is desperately needed to avoid the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people. The country is experiencing its worst drought in four decades, with growing numbers of children dying in famine-like conditions. President Volodymyr Zelensky says Ukrainian troops are making rapid advances against Russian forces. In his nightly video address, he asserted that in the past week alone, dozens of settlements have been recaptured in the south and east. The United States has announced it's sending more military hardware to Ukraine as part of a $600 million aid package. It includes four of the advanced HIMARS rocket systems, which have been credited with turning the tide of the conflict. The world's richest person, Elon Musk, has agreed to go ahead with buying Twitter. He spent months trying to back out of the $44 billion deal. The dispute was due to go to court this month. New images show that an asteroid deliberately struck by a NASA spacecraft has left a trail of debris stretching thousands of kilometres. A telescope in Chile captured pictures of an expanding, comet-like plume of material. Scientists crashed the probe last week as part of a planetary defence test to see whether an asteroid can be knocked off course. BBC News. Remember, you're listening to the nation's only independent school news feed. From the banks of the Rappahannock River, here, from the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Virginia Ferguson, and this was your Daily Thistle.
as you grow in age, may you grow in grace.